Hi, this is Taylor. And Cameron. And you're listening to the Black Maiden Debt Free Podcast. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast, a very special Father's Day episode. Yes. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Man. Happy Father's Day. To all my brothers out there, you know, doing their thing and taking care of their children, spending time with their children on today, we celebrate you. So I has I had a quote that I I made. I was interviewed by um, I forget who, but it was like a couple Father's Days ago. And they were doing like a Father's Day segment. And so I was honored to be on there. And I said that I think millennial fathers are some of the most involved fathers in human history. And mm. I really mean that because all the brothers I know from my generation are very involved in their kids' lives. Now, though that even goes for uh, situations where the the parents aren't together. I still feel like my peer group of fathers are some of the best, some of the best, Shire. Hmm. Um, that's just my opinion. You know, maybe people might have their own, but yeah, I really think so. What, what do you think about that quote? And then I'm gonna let you just go wherever <laughs> you want to go. I like how you called it a quote. Like you <laughs> could have just told myself. me <laughs> what you said. <laughs> Um, well, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at an article and it's from CNN Health mm. and it says black dads are more likely to play, dress and share a meal with their child wow. data shows. And this article is from today. Yeah. So it sounds like. You are totally backed. Okay, okay. And what she said yeah. was data, facts, statistics. Yes. Okay. And I love to see this hi- this story highlight black dads. Right. And I guess there was a survey, and that's what they were able to conclude. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. are so many um, stereotypes mm-hmm. when it comes to black dads, but... I do feel that millennial fathers have really stepped up to the plate, but also want to acknowledge that we have a lot of men in our, in our life. Yes. And that's really, it's really a blessing. Like 
when I yes. went to buy Father's Day cards, I got like seven or eight cards. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot of money for cards, but yeah. I am so blessed yeah. that I can go buy so many. Right. Because of the folks who we have, that you have dads, grandfathers, uncles, yeah. um, brothers, brother-in-laws. Yeah. And so... I'm very thankful for that. That's and, real, child. Yeah, and happy Father's Day to the fathers we have listening. Yes, yes, we couldn't uh, we couldn't do this without y'all, right? Now, nah, nah, but all right, so Shia, what do you think of the whole, because every Father's Day there seems to be this, um, I really, really want to get your take on this, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> there seems to be a, the conversation of, you know, like uh, moms whose fathers aren't necessarily in the picture, like the fathers are now coming out, and you'll see it on uh, Twitter and Facebook and stuff. They're like, "All right, moms, y'all had y'all's day. Even if y'all the single moms, y'all this ain't about y'all, right?" Woo, woo, woo. And that's that's it's been like a little tension there. I've seen on in Black mm. Twitter uh, along that that conversation. What do you think about that? Do you think this isn't a place or a time to acknowledge the single moms? Their their day is Mother's Day, and this is all about the dads. What's your take on that? Look, if that's what's going around the internet, y'all need to stop and keep it positive, okay? Yeah. Um, Father's Day is for the fathers. Okay. Mother's Day is for the mothers. Yeah. Both are needed. Absolutely. Equally treasured. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go out of my way to say, uh, this ain't for the mom. No. Okay. Okay. So you just think it just needs to... Let's all let's can't we all just get along is where right. you at with it. Let's, okay. You know, I, I like celebrate that. somebody. Yes. Celebrate somebody. <laughs> I like that. Well, you guys did a this made this one of the best Father's Day for for your boy, man. Aw. You know, yeah, I really had a great Father's Day. You know, shout out to my father and thank you to my kids for and to you, Shy, for making this a very uh positive Father's Day. For myself, you know, y'all bless your boy. You well, have you. a family tradition, though. Yeah, we do. We 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 kind of do now, right? It's I would call it a tradition. Yeah, we go to my mother's house and we, you know, she cooks for all like my dad, and then his father, my grandfather, comes, and then myself, and now my brother is a father. Not this isn't his first Father's Day, but he think it's like his second Father's Day, and my brother-in-law, this is like his second or third Father's Day. So we got a lot of dads in the piece. You yeah, it's really sweet. It's great. It's great. And I really had a blast today. So, but Shira. <laughs> Whoa. Did you hear how loud he said my name? <laughs> <laughs> Let's transition now. First of all, thank you all for joining. That was just a little soft intro. You know what I mean? But thank you all for joining uh, another episode. Shira, we need to switch gears here because okay. we have a special day, which a lot of people may be listening to this podcast on Monday, right? Monday morning. Which is Juneteenth, mm-hmm. which is a very wonderful day that celebrates uh, the day the last enslaved folks were made aware <laughs> that they were free at last, free yes. at last. So it really is our true Independence Day for uh, Africans in America or black folks, whatever right. you want to classify us. Let, let's, I'm going to have you talk about that. We, let's talk about that a little bit if you have anything on that and then we can go to how why this is a very special day for us me and you specifically yeah i had an interesting conversation today around juneteenth Mm -hmm. and since it's like a newer federal holiday i feel like i'm still 
like learning yes how to celebrate it mm-hmm. part of me feels like shouldn't we have fireworks like shouldn't the fireworks you know come, on sale? <laughs> come on sale come on sale um but um i'm really glad that it's a holiday yeah I know some people still have to go to work. Yes. Uh, we should be taking that day off, right. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's definitely a, a special day. Yeah. And I'm, like, still thinking about what um, family traditions that we might carve out around right. it. Right. Uh, you know, there are things that are going on around town, which is always nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you're you're absolutely right. It's still, like, trying to figure out what, it will what the day will look like for us because it's only been in play or officially recognized a holiday since like 2020 i think 2020 or 2021 recognized a federal holiday but it was starting to gain some steam like a couple years before that yeah i i think that i think we've always celebrated it like there like there have always been things happening around town right but right you know but for me it's like okay this is real and we have this day off it's a holiday and how can we really like what do we do to commemorate this day and what it means yeah yes well you know we commemorated it in a very special way uh, back in 2017 oh you're right you're right you know and uh, we let's kind of go back to the recesses of our mind and think about where we were in the days leading up to june 19th 2017 uh let's see how far back your memory can go yes so what we were closing in on a payoff date for our mortgage which would or which was going to like be our last debt payment before we were completely 100 percent debt free let's talk about that what 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 was going through your mind in the weeks and days leading up to that day oh we were so excited for yeah, that we were very yeah very sometimes excited. i forget this hey we are black married debt free <laughs> <laughs> and um juneteenth certainly spawned that yeah and it was about two and a half years in the making right and i remember being able to call the mortgage company and asking our payoff amount yes and like figuring out how to actually like you couldn't make a payment like over the phone like <laughs> right. we had to go and go to the bank and get a cashier's, cashier's check. check that's right and you know have that cashier's check and then after we left the bank we went to the post office yes and um i think we took a picture of us holding up the cashier's check in the in the parking lot of the of the credit union we sure did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then we went to the post office mm-hmm. and put that check in the mail and we were so happy yeah. and you know we were debt free yeah that was crazy Shar. and that was a student loan credit yeah. card debt and then we had like a condo uh, townhouse that we were yeah. able to to pay off at that time and, and, and guys just to paint a picture like you're talking to or you're listening to a gentleman that graduated high school you know i didn't aside from high school to that point as an adult like i had never set forth a goal or that it was a stretch goal of any kind and accomplished it right like i never had a a thing that i was in the process of doing like a two-year four-year degree or any certification or anything like i was pretty much just like living day by day and like you know doing the best i can uh 
you know, learning on the job. That's what I'll say. Like being a father, being a husband. And so I didn't like ever set like a, I want to do this. We're going to do this goal. It's going to take us this long to do it. I had never done that until, until that, until the, you said the two and a half years it took us to pay off our debt. You mean you didn't have a five-year plan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not that time. Not that time, sorry. But that was like the first stretch goal I had made as an adult. Like, we're gonna, I want to do this, and it's going to take me this long yes. to do it. And you just chew away at it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So when we hit it, it was like probably the, the emotion for me was probably similar to like someone graduating college or getting some type of certification or degree. It really felt like that. Like, wow, I just did it. Like, I took one step every day. I paid off one bill at a time. It was like probably like doing homework or doing taking tests, you know, very similar. And then like at the end, like man, I graduated, you know. <laughs> so that's kind of how I felt like that, that probably that type of joy, you know, just like, man, what's next? You know, yeah. what, what do I do next? I got I got my diploma, you know, or whatever. Got my degree. But yeah, I was very excited. Shire. Very excited. The 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 world was our oyster, you know. Well, it felt so good. It felt great. To not have a mortgage. Yeah. But for context, our mortgage was around Mm -hmm, mm 87,000 in that ballpark. And we had purchased it after like that real, that real estate kind of crash. And, um, so just for context, you know, I mean, the house wasn't no four or $500,000 house. Like it was 87,000, which is still a lot. Yeah. Um, we had student loan. Did we have the car loan? The car, I feel like we had paid that off yeah, before I don't really we count. even got I mean, on this. We paid off a car, but I don't know if I really counted. But we I def- were just tired of paying the bill. Yeah. So we paid it off early, which is crazy to think about. Yes. That we did that before we even started, you know, financial literacy, all any of this. But yeah, the mortgage was was a doable mortgage. So it was like, why are we playing around with this thing? Let's go and do this. Let's just knock this thing out. Well, Shire, fast forward through the years. Mm-hmm. Right. We've documented what we've done since that day to this day here on this podcast. You know, it's probably been a while, though. Yeah. So do you want to take a walk through that? I think the short version of how we were able to do it was we found a way to live off of one income. Mm-hmm. Essentially, mm-hmm. we lived off one income and the other income. We were both employed. Yep. Went to our debt. Yeah. And that was a huge sacrifice. I don't even think that's something that we can do now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at the time we were able, we were to, able do to do that. It. And, um, we made some different life adjustments yes. because, you know, we had two children at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus transitioned to a job working nights. Yeah. And with that transition, we were able to, like eliminate our childcare bill, which, yes, is which was really expensive. Ooh. But, you know, thankfully we did have someone who we could trust watching the kids and all that. But mm-hmm. it's still nice to not have that particular bill. Yes. Um, what else did we do? Man, try we, uh, we just kind of like shrunk our lifestyle. Yeah. Down. I don't, I know we didn't buy it, purchase any new, new cars. Right. You know, we didn't, we didn't get, we didn't go into more debt. That was, that's major. Right. We didn't create any more debt during that time period. Um, and we did, I don't think we even built an emergency fund before, which is crazy when you think about it. 
did we have a little um, something in the emergency fund? Or? I want to say, I want to say, I don't know, maybe a small one. Maybe a small one. Maybe like the small, like a thousand dollars or something. Okay. But because we're living off one income, we had money coming in. Right. Like there was so if we there's needed to... a surplus. But, but I will. We... Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? I want you to go. <laughs> I was gonna say we never had nothing big happen. Like no Murphy's Law situation. Thankfully. Thankfully, never happened during that. that Thankfully. Period of time. Yeah. But I think over the years, our outlook on money, our finances have definitely evolved mm-hmm. because. When we were paying off debt, it was really this tunnel vision yes. on one goal. Yes. And not so much looking at what our finances would look like, you know, uh, 10 years down the road, mm-hmm. 15 years down the road, 30 years down the road. It was like. We'll get to that after this. Right. It was like <laughs> debt is bad. Destroy the yes. debt. Terminate the debt. That's all Turn- we were Yes. About. Terminate it. <laughs> Um, and so with that, you know, I, I think that there, there has, that we have evolved and I think some of the choices that we made when it came to paying off our debt are not choices that we would make now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For example, and I don't know if other people even disclose this because I remember when paying off debt was actually very trendy. Yes. It Absolutely. was it's very trendy and people were doing it and holding up signs. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some the sign, folks, this, this group, this couple went viral with the sign holding. That's the first time I ever even heard of it. Yes. Holding up signs. Yeah. And then Dave Ramsey started doing debt free screams. Scream. I used to go on to hear. Uh. I used to hear those every day in the car. <laughs> yeah. And I would just get like. I guess the term is godly jealous. <laughs> but I would just be like, dang, man, when am I going to get my little scream? But go ahead. Um, <laughs> look at me. I was just. Fake screaming. But anyway, um, so it was actually really, really trendy. Yes. But I think paying off debt, you know, it's just one part of your financial health, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because while we were paying off debt for that two and a half years, that was two and a half years where we were not yeah. investing in a 401k, mm-hmm. you know, and that was... I wouldn't make that decision now. Right. I'm too old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. I'm too old not to um, be saving for retirement. Yeah. And, um, you know, because it took a while to for that light bulb to go off right. in our minds about, OK, we got to we got to wake up. Mm-hmm. You can't just be going through the motions now as we save toward retirement which is another milestone that we're working towards it's like okay i really gotta save yeah i have to save probably above and beyond what i would like to save had i had started sooner facts yeah i think you're absolutely right uh and when i'm sitting here thinking about the number shot it's like we started the journey i was 30 we finished at 32 so you 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 at 32 now you're like all right i'm as you're just like at ground level now so now mm-hmm. you got to start building the wealth. You got to start saving, well, investing, everything. Yes. So that's yes. how I felt at the time. Yes. And like how you said, looking back, perhaps I would have had a different approach while I was paying off debt. Maybe I would have prioritized some type of investing or something. Like Yes, but actually like to your point about building wealth, paying off your home is building wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's great. Because that's... True. that's 
an asset. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it an asset. Mm-hmm. I know there's uh, two ways of thinking yeah, two about this. Of <laughs> two schools that. of thought. But this is an asset. Um, it increases your net worth. Mm-hmm. But if it's a home that you're living in, you know, it's obviously not going to pay you in retirement, but it's going to lower your expenses. Yes. But anywho, but, you know, paying off debt does increase your net worth. So, you know, there's yes, there is a positive. Well, sorry, we're kind of leaking into the, my ultimate question. OK. Now. Here we are six years later. Is it six? Only six? Only six. No, you said, didn't you 2017 say? 2017. Oh, 2017. To 2023. Okay. Six years. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Was all this worth it? We've been talking on these microphones every week for about five of those six years. Maybe longer. About five years plus. We've been sharing our story online. Was paying off debt worth it? Yes, <laughs> I think so. I do too. Um, because it opened up some new doors for us. Let's you talk know, about some of those doors. Yeah, a lot of people will pay off their debt and then just be be done and mm-hmm. say, "Okay, I've I've done that. I'm just going to go invest in a 401k." But we had some other aspirations, and paying off debt allowed us to do that. Yeah, one of the biggest ones was investing in real estate, and uh, we've been able to do that. We've been able to do that very significantly. I'm not going to get up here and say we kind of doing it. No, 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 no. We we doing it. We doing it. And the de- paying off debt was, was the foundation to that. You know. Yes. We, we used our home equity. Used a home equity line of credit that we built from paying off the debt. We got you know, and then we were able to purchase our house number one. Finance house our number first two. rental property. Our first rental property. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, but Fin- pause there. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think that's a really um, interesting story. Yes. Because if we're breaking down numbers, we got our condo, we paid it off. By the time we paid it off, it was worth more than double. Yes. Than what we paid for it. Yep. Right? And so we were able to, as you said, take out a home equity line of credit. Mm-hmm. And we bought the our first rental property cash. Cash. In, in, and in, some out of state out of state so some folks would say well why would you buy one house you could have used the home equity line of credit and put twenty thousand dollars down and got five and yeah that's true i don't know why we didn't do that <laughs> i don't know why I we didn't yeah, do that right, right, right. but we didn't but we got a really nice home with the home equity line of credit and yes. and it didn't we didn't have to go into our bank account right yes. because we became our own bank mm-hmm. in a way through the use of a home equity line of credit. Yes. And can I um, fast forward a few years? Yes. Yeah, okay. Good, yeah. So fast forward a few years, the home that we paid off, we ended up, the house where we were living, we ended up selling it. Mm-hmm. And when we sold it, you have to pay off any outstanding debts. Uh, liens, debt. And any, so that. Against the house, right. Right. So that meant our HELOC had to be paid. Mm-hmm. And so our HELOC was paid in full, mm-hmm. which meant that the first house that we bought, we free now owned it free and clear. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to move into, you know, a bigger home. Yes. Yeah. And we didn't have to pay anything out of pocket. Yeah. So when we sold our house, the seller of our house paid for our rental property mm-hmm. and it was a 20% down payment 
for yes. you know the, our current home. Man. And I also got to get some furniture, y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little extra, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah. So, so it, now we have a mortgage. Now it's real life monopoly, Shire. When you think yeah, about it, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because now you went from having one house, being smart with that one, right? And then you went from that to two, to two, just like that, because right? You did. You were diligent with your with, with your first one, right? You rolled that over literally to two. Right. And then the rental property that we bought now is worth double. Uh, I say it's about I say it's up about 60%. Well, I 40 to 60. I checked last week. Where where we at with it? Shall and it was double what oh, we paid for it. Shoot. So Okay. You I'm know, bad. so That's even but, better. But so yeah, it's kind of like what you were saying, mm-hmm. but it's when when you pay off debt, you have more options. You have more options. You know, you don't have to take the same path. And I want to touch on that, Shia, because we're all going through this tightening, economic tightening, whatever you want to call it, uh, with inflation and everything. And it feels like, man, this is going up. Everything's going up. And because we don't have any debts or because we've been able to, like, use our debt freedom to buy assets you start having these different valves you can turn on and off if need be. Right. Whereas a person with debt is already like, it's like trying to trying to fit into a shirt that's too tight. Like you ain't got no more breathe. There's no breathing room. Yeah. So if you gain any weight, you're going to bust that button open on that shirt. Mark. Whereas with us, we have so many release valves. Like worst case, you you have your your savings that you were able to build because you paid off your debt, and if you tap into that too much, then you can start tap using real estate income that you were able to create because you paid off your debt. Right. It's like all of this is started. The genesis of it is paying the debt off. So now you've been able to create this lifestyle that has a lot of emergency hatches if you need if you need them, um, and then if you don't need them, you just, they're just there to build you wealth, and that's the beauty of it. Right. And um, I mean, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, debt mm-hmm. freedom definitely gives you options. Yeah. But it's not easy. Right. It's, it's not, not it's not always easy to achieve. Um, You have to have disposable income. Yeah. To make it a reality for it to even be on the table. Yeah. Well, Shard, you know, there may be people listening that are saying, hey, I think I think I want to be a part of this, this fraternity. Uh, I mean, we've interviewed uh, <laughs> numerous couples that have also lot. paid off their debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe someone is on here saying, I want to do this too. You know, what? how do I start? What are the first things I need to do? What do I need to do before I pay off the debt? You know what I mean? So let, let's, let's give this, let's give the people some, uh, let's give them a, a, a little helping hand in that respect. Yes. So um, the first thing that you want to make sure that you're able to do is to get current on all your bills. Mm -hmm. So that might mean paying any overdue balances and you have to ensure that you can at least make the minimum payment. Yes. If you have bills and you cannot make the minimum payment on your bills, you're not ready to start a debt free journey. Okay. Okay. We need another plan, right? Because at that, you know, in that situation, you're not able to make ends meet. So it's actually going to be a different conversation. Okay. But if you're able to pay all your bills, you're current on all your bills, 
you have some discretionary income mm-hmm. or disposable income, excuse me, then that's a good sign that yes. you're that you might be ready to start your debt free journey. Um, next thing that you want to make sure that you have is an emergency fund. So mm. having the money uh, set aside provides a safety net for yes. you. So you don't go back into debt, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so an emergency fund, the amount will be different for each individual. Right. What studies have shown is what Biggie said in his song, mm. and that is more money, more problems. Mm. But we're going to um, add this phrase to it, more money, more higher costing problems. Mm. So the, high, the the more money you make, it's likely that you'll have a higher... Uh, um, Emergency output. <laughs> yes, higher emergency output, right? You make a lot of money, you got a very expensive car, right. the repairs are going to be uh, uh, higher. higher. Um, you know, say the type of home that you have, the repairs might be more expensive. Yes. But it's, you know, usually the more money you make, the more money you need in a savings account mm-hmm. uh, for emergencies. Um, and then another thing that you might find surprising is that sometimes people who are actually in debt don't know their total debt balance. Ooh, that's good. And so in order for you to start, you need to have a starting point, right? Yes. And so it's important to get those balances and know what they are so that you know what you're working towards. Yes. Um, Another thing that you'll need to do is you'll need to create and implement your budget Mm -hmm. or a financial spending plan. A lot of us don't like the term budget. No. A budget feels restrictive. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. So feel free to call it a plan, yes. right? So, you you know, when you're making your budget, you know, you need to know what is coming in yeah. and what needs to go out and then what's left over. Mm-hmm. And then what's left over can be used um, towards reaching your goal of debt freedom. And, of course... You want to plan for success. Yes. And what that means is just choosing a debt reduction method or strategy. You know, some folks do the snowball, snowball. which I'm sure our listeners have heard of that. Mm-hmm. You know, taking maybe paying off the smallest debt and then working your way off w- your way up to the largest yes. debt. Um, the thought behind this is that if you start paying off your smallest debts, you'll achieve, you know, that success faster that dopamine hit right and it'll you know give you a little bit Mm -hmm. of confidence you know you're able to do this you then of course you know you can do the next so um the avalanche is another strategy Mm -hmm. where you start paying off the debt with the highest interest rate because that debt is costing you the most right now to have might not be a bad idea with the way interest is crazy is lit right now (laughs) exactly (laughs) and most studies have shown that you'll the payoff date is very, very similar. similar. Yeah. You know, so it, it's really a mental thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any strategy can work, yeah. you know, so it's basically getting your bills in order, mm-hmm. getting that budget, you know, figuring out how much discretionary income can actually be placed towards the debt, mm-hmm. creating that plan and sticking to that plan yes. and seeing it through. You know, a lot yeah. of times, you know, paying off debt does, it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we talked about earlier was as we paid off debt, we didn't save for retirement. And I don't think I can recommend that. Yeah. That, that would be hard to to recommend at this point. Knowing exactly. What we know, seeing the time, missed opportunity. Like, yeah. Especially if it's going to take you a long time to pay off right. your debt. Like if it's going to take you five years or if you're on a 10 year payoff plan, you know, for for your debt. Mm hmm. 
you know, to miss that type of time in the market is just, it's, it's a, it's a really big risk. And I think there's a lot of, you know, blogs and things that, you know, you can read about, should I pay off debt or should I save for retirement? Like they are both important. Yes. But at the end of the day, when it's time to retire, you want to be able to do it. Yes. You know, it's going to be a time you're not going to want to get up and go to work. Mm. Bones going to be cracking. Well, my <laughs> bones already cracking, you know, and so Back you is tight. Exactly. So you want to make decisions now yeah. that you'll be grateful that you made those you choices made those. while you were younger. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Well, Shara, I think that this, this message, the message of debt freedom is still important. I think it's more important now than ever. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you guys are going to hear a lot more debt payoff enthusiasts sprouting up in the coming months. Um, Because when folks ain't got no money, when folks don't have any uh, money, get money strategies, the next default is, well, let's just help folks you know, paid off their debt or whatever. So I'm calling it now. Y'all going to hear a lot more of this message popping up in these uh, financial literacy streets. But I think it's a good thing because it's uh, it should never go out of style because like Shara said earlier, this is the foundation to building financial wealth or building wealth. It, the, 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 the ground floor is paying off debt. And if you're able to do that, you'll be able to build wealth much quicker right and you know you're gonna you want to have balance too you want to have balance um yeah have balance balance. think long term Mm -hmm. and whatever your goal is go for it yeah yeah well shara i think we made a good choice uh six years ago on juneteenth and so we'll always be able to celebrate it and we did, Shire, we always, or we left out that we timed the payoff specifically on Juneteenth. Yes, we did. Because we wanted to be debt free on the same day that Come our on. ancestors were set free. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all see that bar <laughs> right there? that again. <laughs> that was good. Man, but well, uh, we hope you guys enjoy your Juneteenth holiday. Yes. We hope you enjoy your week. And that's all we got. Until next time, we're out. Peace. Bye.